Hello and welcome. We're back. Minor technical issues, and now we're back. It is <laughs> Sunday new? night. Um, and as usual, being the professional podcast that we are, we always leave things to the last minute every single time. It's always something goes wrong at the last minute. That's the problem. We literally sit here for 15 minutes perfect, and then when we go, it all goes a bit wee wah woo wah. Almost every time. However, tonight we're talking about Chat GPT. Um, and thanks for it, telling us. Thanks for ruining the surprise. <laughs> well, we're going straight into it. We're twenty-seven. Well, we're, we're live now. We're here. So yeah, we are talking about Chat GTP. Yeah, and we're going. We're, we're going to talk about its impact on the electrical industry, um, what it can do already, and what it can do in the future. It's, it's pretty impressive, and it's quite it's quite fun stuff. Jamie's been down a rabbit hole. He's like a child. Honestly, he's not stopped talking about it and trying to tell me stuff. And I'm like, save well, it for the podcast. What I'm going to say is, yeah, we have got, we've got two really good live shows. This one and another one. And we can the other one, which we're going to do for this. Because I've been playing around with ChatGPT. And this podcast might be a little bit slow. There might be a bit of typing. There might be a bit of reading, yeah? But if you don't listen to this, you're going to lose out. You are going to lose out against people using this product. And we're not even selling it, are we? We sound like we're honking out a unit or something, but we're not. We're here to give Why you some do it every time? Because I fuck it. Um, we, we're here to help Sparks out, and this is going to help Sparks out. And I have, I just told Sam something before the show, and he, he even he looked impressed, and it was a regulation thing. So, yeah, um, it might be a bit What's conker. that mean, bro? What's that mean? We'll get to it, but I, I told him that he did something, and even he looked impressed, which was, which was impressive for me, but... If you aren't aware of this this item, this thing, that what it can do and how it works and how it can help you, you are going to start losing hours of your life to other Sparkies that are using this. And they're going to start undercutting you and better quoting you and better emailing it and everything. It's insane. It's that uh, insane. I don't think you're wrong, but I think you need to let, let the viewers know exactly what you're talking about. Let's have an example. But before you do, we've got... Um, Dave Noble, hello, mate. We've got Lab Electrical, and we've got um, Roshan Kayan. Um, it's back. Um, I don't know how quickly this is updating, so you have it's to bear a little with bit me. Behind. But also, Sam, we have got a sponsor. Verso, our favourite sponsor. Um, our favourite uh, fuel company and accessory company, really. Um, Jamie is on the bandwagon, and it takes a lot for him to get on the bandwagon. We've already had a argument this week about a new sponsor, and he's throwing his toys out his pram. Just to let you know, Verso do some super, super. Um, listen, they do really nice accessories, socket switches, switch fuse spurs, you name it, they do it. They're really high quality, and they're really, really nice. And they're not they're not super expensive. And they're not going to break the budget. And I have, I am putting them in my house right now. Not because I get them for free, because I don't. Um, I've just been buying them just because I really like them. Um, also, they do um, fuse balls with silver buzz bars. I don't need to say any more than that. Well, I'm all in, mate. I'm silver coated. In. I'm looking Trust me, I tried scrapping it in. Couldn't get silver for it. I'm looking at the gap where mine's going to go. I'm just waiting for them to release the double stack, which is coming. And uh, I actually handled all the accessories, and I really like them. And that's not me bullshitting. I really I'm like not them. wrong, am I? I'm not wrong. I like Will, and Will will answer on WhatsApp all my silly technical questions all the time because he actually cares about the people he sells stuff to. And I will say it, I'm all in with him. There you go. I told you. You have to listen to, you have to, you have to, to Daddy. Uh, Sean the <laughs> Spark, Stephen French, Toolbox Talk for Electricians. Um, hey, guys, had to look for this time. Uh, didn't do the notify thing. And obviously, Marky the Sparky, old Marco. He's got um, himself on his huge forehead in. All yes, of him, he is. all of him, he's in, he's all in. He's all in, mate. Right, so let's give an example. Wait, so we've done the sponsor. We've done the sponsor. We've got a few people in yet. Obviously, this is going to be live, right? But I'll read to what I've already said. If you want, what we're going to go over tonight is going to help every sparker. And if you don't know this thing exists, you're going to lose out. And the other thing is, this podcast is a little bit off piece for us. There's going to be a bit of typing, a bit of reading. But I assure you, by the end of it, this is going to be worth your while. Yeah, we're telling everyone. Because we want everyone to benefit from the way this is going. Yes, agreed. Um, I might be right, Jamie. You give an example because I've just got to quickly up update. I'll do um, the news, shall I? I'll do some of the news. We've got news first because we aren't just going completely off piece today. We are doing news now. We've got a lot of computers working here. So, so the UK government has announced plans to invest twelve billion in the country's infrastructure over the next decade, including incentives for funding for electricians to install car charging points for electric vehicles. The plan aims to increase the number of charge ports across the country to reduce the carbon footprint and make it easier for people to switch 
to electric cars. This will create new job opportunities for electricians in the renewable sector, which is expected to receive further investment for wind and solar projects. Would you consider that to be a decent bit of news, Sam? Um, yeah. If it's not read very well, do you want another one? Here's yes, a, here's one. I've got one about wages. The latest news on UK electrician wages is they've been rising steadily over the past few years. In 2020, the average hourly wage for electrician was £16.85, which was an increase of 4.7% compared to the previous year. The rise in wages can attribute to a growing demand for skilled electricians, particularly in the construction and infrastructure sectors. You know, I bomb. As well as a shortage of qualified workers. The word I'm not allowed to say, dandemic, has, in, has had an impact on the construction industry, and it's unclear how this will affect electricians' wages in the long term. So now, what I would say is, that is quite interesting news, because I looked at something that's quite similar to that, actually, about... Uh, I've got I've got to use my phone during this one, because I've got two screens going. Um, we've got a load of nonsense going on in the background, so it's a little bit difficult to sort of pay full attention. However... We did warn you with this, though. This is the way this pod's going to go, and all will be revealed shortly as to why yes. that's the case. So... One of the things I was saying, um, in towards the end of last year, November 2022, the, the highest earning month for electrical subcontractors was November 2022 at £1,200 a week. Now, that's just... that's Part-time, is it? <laughs> that is just like um, people like me, subcontracting to companies, labour only, getting about 1200 a week. I'd agree with that. Um, however... What they what they don't what they don't tell you in this is they don't give you an average across a year. And when you when you're an electrical subcontractor like myself, you have to think about that because you might have a month off, you might have a week off, and those weeks add up and it brings your average total per week right down at the end of the year. Simple math. <laughs> Simple math. Did that sound what we want to know from the viewers is because we've got viewers tonight is did anything strike you as being a bit abnormal from the first yeah, part of the show? Listen, you obviously like you didn't write that. I did not, but I could have scripted it. You didn't. I didn't. I got Chat GTP to write it for me. I told it I was on an electrician's podcast. How can you say it wrong every that, single time? Because I'm a dyslexic. That's why. That's why I'm a sparky. Yeah, you're not, not a dyslexic journalist. speaker, are you? Yeah. I, I, that's I, not I, how it works. I'm dyslexic walker, me nowadays. <laughs> yeah. The news at the start of the show was written by Chat GTP. I told it that I was on an electrician's podcast in the UK. I'd like to write with some relevant news for the start of the podcast. Did you wrote, really? It wrote me that. <laughs> it wrote me those two stories. No, so, you're lying. No. Obviously, well, the problem is, right, there's no swearing in them. So it's, it's it sounds off kilter to me, but I, I'm not being rude, but you know Joe's uh, e-fixer's news. Yeah, yeah. That is how they, he writes it properly and there's no swearing in it. it. It could sound like that. And if he delivered that, he could possibly slip that in easily to his news as a delivered item. But that, that I'm looking at was entirely written by an AI program. But what you could pieces. do, so here's one of the things you could do with ChatGPT, because I've been down this rabbit hole a little bit as well. Um, you can get it to write in the style of someone. So you you could say, give me the electrical news relevant to the UK uh, this week in the style of Joe Rogan. So let's start from the beginning, right, about what it is, because people are probably confused now, but those two things were written by... I, I, it's, we call, we'll call it AI, but you could call it a robot, yeah? This thing, this chat GPT, you've got to sign up on that. It's not a scam. You can do it. It will tell you all sorts. It's like having a conversation with another human being that knows what they're on about. It's like ringing your mate up who knows about whatever. So there's two versions of it, knocking about at the minute, that you'll see on the, on the technical stuff, yeah? This chat GPT, which has got, this is the incredible bit, it's got a fixed pool of information. We're going to be using it live tonight on this show. We're the first people we think in the trades to do this. This information is all pre-September 2021. So it can only accept from a pool of information pre-September 2021. However, there is going to be, at the minute, for hardcore, elect, um, hardcore IT people, there's a thing called Bing GPT, which when it releases next year is going to completely destroy Google. And that is capable of searching the web. Not just searching the web, it's capable of looking at pictures, watching videos, and listening to audio on a on a now, right now basis. And so, it's bonkers. 
James Kane said, the issue with ChatGPT is it will give an incorrect answer but make it sound believable as it isn't connected to the internet. So, James, we've got some examples we're going to throw out in a minute that also, might blow your say, mind. You're right. But as I've said, Bing GPT, which releases this year, will connect to the internet. Also, I said it acts like your mate who's a human. What does your mate who's a human do? Makes mistakes. So the golden rule here is don't ever believe everything that anyone tells you on the internet. Yeah, but, but I, I phone... I, listen, if I'm ever stuck, I phone Mark, right? Um, well, I used to before this yeah, shit came along. <laughs> well, I listen, I phone Mark when he answers. Like, he's got so bad at answering. He's not even answered my text message. And by the way, belated happy birthday to Mark, even though I texted you and you didn't read it. Um, happy <laughs> um, 53rd birthday to Mark. Um, so just a quick shout-out to... Uh, Will's Electrical, um, Brian Hewitt, Ricky Byrne, uh, Matt Telford, Tom Bickerton, Doherty Contracting. Sounds like bloody Skynet. You're not wrong. It is. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And this is the beginning of the robots taking us over. Because they will. Because Terminator is a drama for the set of the future, right? It's going to happen. Obviously, if you ask this thing opinions, like if you ask us opinions or your mate opinions, it's going to make mistakes. If you ask it facts, it will pretty much go for it. And the one I'm going to go to now is that I asked, this is the one I told Sam before the show started, yeah? I asked it, can you write me some Excel formula that can do a cable calculation to BS7671? That is what I asked it. I'll read that again. This is exactly as it says. Can you write me some Excel formula that can do cable calculations to BS7671? Now, every single piece of cable calculation software out there is doing background formula to BS7671. So if you've got a copy of Amtech that costs you a thousand pound a year, all it is doing is formula to BS7671. Chat GPT, I'll post this in the comments of this video, gave me all the codes, where to reference the tables, all the cells to use and how to use them, and basically wrote me a cable calculation in Excel, which I did last night, which I have inputted into Excel, and it works. <laughs> yeah. No way. So basically now, that renders a, a load of basic cable calculators that you're meant to purchase absolutely useless. Now, tell me that's not progress. First of all, what is Amtech? Amtechs are basically an industry standard cable calculation software as well as other bits and bobs that you could pump these things into and it, it dishes them out in a nice So you format. can. So what you're saying is, to boil it down, I can go to ChatGPT, put in what you just said, create me an Excel spreadsheet that does this, this, and this, and it will give me a spreadsheet. No, it will tell you how to make a spreadsheet. So it's got all the formers in it. I'm going to post into the chat now. It's got all the formers and everything in here. I'll just post into the chat so people can see because we are live, yeah? Now then, what is interesting about ChatGTP is I've asked it that question. It's going to be an answer. I can now speak to it. So it, I might now ask it, can you do... And it will answer in the context of the conversation we've had. So I'm just, I can't post into the chat because it's on another computer, but... Um, I want to now ask it. I will ask it, and I want people to come. If you're, if you're in the chat now, if you're live watching us, come up with a question. So I'm going to ask it, can you do cable calculations to BS7671? Phil, Sam. Hey, yeah, yeah, sorry, mate. Um, Tom Bickerton, Amtech is now owned by Trimble. Did you know that? I don't even know who Trimble are. <laughs> About that. So um, I've asked it, I've just asked it, just while Sam's filling, because we said it's going to be a bit off tonight, I said, can you do cable calculations to BS7671? And it's, it's giving me an answer. It says, as an AI language model, I can provide guidance on cable sizing calculations according to BS7671, but legally I cannot perform the cable calculations for you. And it's telling me why. But it's also now telling me, because I'm abbreviating this, that I've already given you the Excel code and where to find it. So if you've got the book, you can check the tables. So, <laughs> so, it is bonkers. Ask it with the water, the water sparky. Ask it his thoughts on Unilight. It will not offer. I, I, look, I already have. Of course, I have. <laughs> it will not offer its thoughts or opinions on per, products, people, countries, and all that. But I assure you, I have asked it that, and I really pushed it, and it won't give me an answer. So yeah. But if anyone's got in the comments, wants answer. So, for example, if anyone with PLC code. I asked it to write me some PLC code last night. So that it was PLC code. So programmable logic controls, the kind of robots that control things. 
the, 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 all the industries run on them. You know anything that's mechanically automated, yeah? Right. I asked it to write me some code, and I based it on a on the flow of water between zero and 100 litres per minute. Write me a bit of code that will run a pump that can pump at zero to 100 litres per minute. So straight scaling. So as the water slows down, it will speed the pump up to make it go past it. It's called a PID loop. And I asked it to write it in Alan Bradley code, which I know I'm going to have some people say, but it's, it was complex. It took some code out and it was wrong. It was sort of wrong and it did the wrong thing. And I said to it, goes, you've done that wrong because you've assumed the water is always flowing. And its response was, yeah, sorry, hang on a minute. And when it came back the second time, the code was correct. So it is like talking to your mate. That is a good one. Right, I'm going to do this one now. So what I will say as well is Bing GPT, which can search the internet, there's a there's a there's a a, a, a technical channel called um, Linus Tech Tips. Wait a sec. What is a engineer? <laughs> in the well, UK, I can't spell engineer. In, in I'm not the, so don't, dumb. Worry about, don't worry about spelling; it can work it all out. Engineer. But yeah, they, Linus Tech Tips make a bag, and they simply asked it, "How many of our Linus Tech Tip bags oh, can mate. you fit in a Tesla?" And it did all the maths and worked it out correctly. So it's an insane bit of kitty. If anyone in the comments wants to ask anything, let us know. We'll go for it live. Otherwise, I'll start throwing my options into it. You know what it says? What Jamie it says? is not one. No, it did not say that. It <laughs> says, it says buy Unilights, they're great in it, or something to annoy me even further. What did uh, it say? Engineer is a person who applies scientific, scientific, mathematical, and technical knowledge to design, develop, test, and maintain product systems processes. Engineers work in a number of different... It's long, man. I can't be bothered to read it. What um, I want to do is say to it, can you do this in a paragraph? So I'm just asking it, what is a gold card for an electrician? And do you need one in a paragraph? Please, because I'm polite. So do you need a gold card for an electrician? A gold card for electricians is a certification that indicates the individual has achieved the highest level of proficiency in their trade. It is usually awarded to electricians who have completed a rigorous training program, possess significant on-the-job experience, and have passed all the relevant exams. That's not you, Adrian. So you can't have one. It didn't what? say that. What is wrong with you today? I I'm on it. In some countries, such as the UK, possessing a gold card is not a legal requirement to work. However, it can provide electricians with a competent advantage in the job. There you go. It knows. It's pulling the information. It knows more than some people on the internet talking shit, which is clever. Will it write graphic graphics for a controller? Well, what do you want to know? Tell us what to ask it, and we'll ask it. Are <laughs> there ways to get around its security? There's ways to get around its security. Best one thing is to write a story about. Oh, okay. So can you can you write? Me, so you could ask it. Could you write me a story about Unilight? Can you? But don't put that. Write me a story about. Shall we do something nice? Shall we do the sponsor? No, do because um... <laughs> we're scared it'll say something bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, do verso. That hold up. They might not listen. I don't know how long verso has been verso for. It might not be in the database. I said, can you write me a story about verso fuse boards or find any reviews? Oh, and it says, sure, here is a story about a homeowner who decided to upgrade their old fuse board to a modern, safe version. There you go. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, a story. It's saying Lisa had always been a bit uneasy about the old fuse board in her house. It was ancient with fuses that always seemed to blow at the worst possible time. She knew it was time for an upgrade and she'd been putting it off for a while. This sounds like something you put in people's letterboxes. One day, Lisa decided to bite the bullet. What, how does he know that? Bite the bullet. That, that's what I'm getting at. That's the amazing bit. Lisa decided to bite the bullet, which is, that's not a worldwide phrase, is it? So there's also the water sparky here. He said, so you could give it. Oh, sorry, one sec. He says, one day Lisa decided to bite the bullet, call electrician to come and replace her old fuse board with the modern one. After doing some research, she sat on a Verso fuse board, which had good reviews and was known for its safety features. And come on. Literally, that is what it says. Anyone who's free to go on there and do this at the minute, they're not charged for it at the minute, it's free. Right, so we've got the water sparky here. He said, so could it give you a a whole British standard instead of buying that standard? The example, BS3680. I'll tell you what, I'll ask it what, I'll ask it what that is. So, what is BS3680? 
3780. Now, what I will tell you... 3680, bruv. Hey, come on, man. What I will tell you is it understands copyright law because even this computer does not want to get sued. So what is BS3680, which I think is a standard for low-voltage control and signaling cables in twisted pairs. Is that right? Oh, specification wall covering. It's BS3680 is a British standard specification for wall coverings. It's for fucking wallpaper. It's fucking fingers decorating shit here. Is that right, <laughs> water sparking? It's a bit of a delay, so let's let us know. Um, right, so let's move this on a bit, right? Because it's a bit like we're, we're getting childish now. We're going to ask it. It does well, Jamie waiting, like bumming himself? Well, it doesn't do that, but we are. We're here. We're waiting to see what people say in the comments. That's why I've done it live because we want to see. But we can't right. think of because trust it. But yeah, is, is that a British sign for wall coverings, water sparky? There's a bit of a delay on the YouTube, so you're going to tell me in a minute. So what I reckon, right, let's move on to some of the things you've found on it, some of the actual stuff that you've been dying to tell me all week. I'm just... I think it's one of them things, right, where we're trying to inform people, but we can't... You can take a little horse to walk, but you can't make it drink, yeah? Well, give me an example. Well, I have. I've given you the, the cable calculation one, which blew me away. Is that all I mean, you've done? I've, I asked it for, to write Alan Bradley code. And he wrote it. This electrician it, don't care, care about Alan Bradley. And then I said to it, you're wrong. Right, and it corrects it. Well, the thing is, right, it's, it, it speaks to you like you're a person. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm so excited about it. Me telling you what I find out on it, people need to sign up for it for themselves and ask it. If you've got a burning question, and like if anyone's got a burning question, like that, ask it because it talks to you. When you ask it a question, it gives you an answer. You're in a conversation then. It answers the next bit of the question in the context of the previous stuff. What about and this? What? Um, give, ask it about. Can you put a socket in a bathroom? Right. I'm. A, I, I haven't asked it that, but what I will say for a start is, I have asked it how far a socket needs to be away from a kitchen sink. So, can I fit a power socket in a Bathroom. I can't talk site in the yeah. UK. I've, so I've put in the UK. Yeah, you, have, you do have to specify that in a bathroom in the UK because obviously it, it, some parts where you put a socket in your bath. Asking, I'm going to read this straight out. In the UK, regulations governing electrical installations in bathrooms are quite strict for safety reasons, such as installing a power socket in a bathroom can be complex and potentially hazardous task. According to the UK's electrical regulations. Power socks are generally not permitted in bathrooms or shower rooms, except in certain circumstances where they can be installed, as long as it is a safe distance away from any sort of war source of water, typically at least three metres from the edge of the bath or shower, which I believe is absolutely bang on. A distance of a socket must be installed in a location where it cannot easily be reached from the bath or shower. If you need power in your bathroom, it may be best to consult a qualified electrician with a gold card who can advise you and the best and safest way to provide power in your bathroom. So, yeah. Now, what's particularly interesting is, and what I want to make sure everyone knows that, yeah, if I ask it more questions on this, it asks it in context. If I ask it the same question again, it doesn't give the same answer. So when you're playing with it, I will ask it again. But I'll word the question a little bit differently. So in the UK, I'm asking the same question when I put for my hairdryer. So it's a little bit more it's a little bit more different. Right. So I'm just looking here. Mark's asked us to ask if you can use 60947-2 MCCB outside. Now, it's quite a vague answer, actually. It is Have recommended. you got one? Yeah, it's not very good. I think the way you ask it has got to be... So It doesn't understand Yorkshire, Mark, is the problem. So please word your question in, in the Queen's English. Right. One sec. One, I did ask it last night. I just found that I asked it a few questions last night. It, it saves all your questions. So I asked it last night. What is the most common cable? What is the what cable is generally used in the UK wiring system? That vague. And it told me all about Twin Earth for three or four paragraphs. What it was, how it works, where it can be used, where it can't be used, that it's the most popular cable. It spat it all out. So if you want to know something about another country's regulations. Like, say you were going to do some work in Germany and you want to know, oh, can I can I fit a, a socket in the bathroom in Germany? This will tell you, or at least give you a better idea than you've already got. 
But what you have to realise is this is I know it's what Chat GPT version three in it. This is yes, working from a pool from September 2021. So this isn't using up to date regs. So this won't this won't be using 18th edition, will it? I'll ask it. I'll ask it. What? Such a child. Um, Silver Fox. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Mark, Mark's murder for this electrical uh, electric vehicles. Vehicles. I've asked it. What version of the UK wild regulations are you aware of being the latest? Yeah, but what I'm saying is it's not pulling live live answers. So it's pulling pulling from a pool. In the future, you can expect it to be pulling straight from the net. So at the minute, this is all available for free to get the hype up, like we're doing. We're we're doing what they want. It can only work. It's answering my question. It says, as of my knowledge, cut-off date of September 2021, the latest version of the UK Warren Regulations 18th edition, Amendment 1. So it knows what it's on about. Bing, Bing GPT, which is which is the Bing search engine with this feature built in. What does GPT stand for, quickly? I, I don't know. I don't. I'll ask it. <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is, so this is only the the first version released to the public. So if you imagine when the internet first came out, some of us are actually old enough to remember that it was missions trying to find anything. Yeah. Literally, didn't yeah. So if you want to search like, um, I just missed today. If you want to search Doctor Martin's in black. On the early internet, you had to put quotation yep. marks Dr. Martin's plus black. Otherwise, yes, you, you get did, loads yeah. of Dr. Martin search. GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. It is a type of deep learning algorithm developed by OpenAI that is used for natural language processing tasks such as this. And obviously, you can ask it to write you a um, set of terms and conditions regarding payments. You can ask it to write you an in- I got it to write me an invoice last night in Excel. So, like, if you are at home and you are like, oh, can I put a... You know, sometimes you'll sweat over something when you've got other jobs to do, like, um, what's the height of a socket? I don't know. I can't think of an example. So, I'll, give you, an example. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. I'm working in a hotel at the moment. So I've gone from doing quite commercial stuff. Now I'm working in a hotel, in an old hotel, doing basically house bashing in a hotel. So I'm a little yep. bit out of my comfort zone. Like, I don't do much house bashing. I don't really know about all the zones and stuff like that. So when, like, instead of having to ask, you can literally, in about three years' time, you won't actually need to know anything about where to put stuff, will Because you can just ask ChatGPT in a normal way. You'll be able to put, you'll be able to press a button on your phone, ask it the question straight to it, yeah. and, it will do, and it will give you a diagram, the whole lot. So while you've just said that, I thought of a question based on your context. So I've put, what's the minimum requirement for a fire alarm in a UK hotel? Because I don't know. And if someone no, asked don't. me, I'd look on the internet. Well, this is no worse than looking on the internet because this no. is going to look on the internet. So let's ask it. So what is the minimum standard for a fire alarm in a UK hotel? It's going to offer me its opinion, which is no better than me, me, me ringing my mate. And he says, the UK minimum standard for fire alarms and hotels is set out in the regulatory reform fire safety order 2005. So already, I know where I should be looking. I'm not going to take this as, as, an, as an actual answer, but it's told me where to look. And it's, it's telling me now that it depends on the size, the factors, the layout, and it's offering me solutions and, and places to look. And it's telling me that the legal requirement for telling me the, the level of fire alarm lies with the building owner, which is totally true. You don't decide the level of fire alarm protection required. The building owner does, the, 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 the person. So, so what top, just, just an update on that from the bath or shower. It's now 2.5 metres. So it might have been three metres in, in Amendment 1, but in Amendment whatever we're on now too, it's yeah, 2.5 metres. I think that is correct. I think it is 2.5. I think it was three. And that's going to get smaller and smaller just for everyone's information. But, but this is what I'm saying. It's like... This is the first, most basic version they've released to the public. In about five years' time, it's going to be unbelievable. And this is what I wanted to move the conversation on to, is talking about where we're going with this and the the, the type of jobs people are going to lose from this. And the, um, I, I don't know, the ramifications it's going to have on the industry from <laughs> office bods to the geezers on the tools. If we decided to copy eFix's news, which is a popular news show every week, yeah, 
It's really good we, as well. We could, we could just use this. So Joe's getting paid. Sorry, Joe, if you're listening. Nice guy. I love your news. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just using this as an example. It's a great example. Joe's putting out the most relevant news weekly about the electrical trade. I watch it every single week. It's well written, well told about, right pitch and all that, yeah? Now, a pair of morons like me and you, if we've got Bing GPT, which searches the live internet, remember, we'll just go, what's the biggest news in the UK electrical industry this week? This, this, and this. Right, yeah. write me an article on this. Then me and you, even though this podcast is a shit show of me and you being arseholes, yeah. all we've got to do is sit in our shed like we are now and go, right, I'll read this one, Sam, you read the next one. We'll read out exactly what it says on auto queue. We cut it down. And it makes us look like we know what we're on about and what we're doing when, in fact, we don't. But we we could get a whole show out of that and probably get decent subs on it with nothing, no skill or knowledge whatsoever. In fact, just pure laziness. Yeah, but it's the way it's going because a lot of universities now have stopped. Well, not they're they're getting really concerned, and some have even stopped accepting um, like essays and stuff like that. Because you can just go to ChatGPT now. Mm-hmm. You can put in like the like the list of topics you want it to cover, how you want them to cover those topics, and then it will generate the essay based on the sources and you remember, put in. As I and, stated, and as I'm just going to do now, this thing does not give the same answer twice. It gives... It's like you've asked two people, I've just put in, what UK podcasts are there for electricians? And whatever it tells me, I'm going to read it out, yeah? I will ask it again. It doesn't but we'll see what it says. So it's, it says, here are some UK... Yes! We're first! Are we? It says, here are some UK podcasts that may be of interest to electricians. I'll read them all out, yeah? What Number one... The Electrician's Guide to Everything is hosted by an experienced electrician and covers a range of topics related to the electrical trade. Number two, The Spark Show. Sorry, The Spark Show. You're just our skanky neighbours. Hosted by a group of electricians. Electricians on the Tools. The Electrical Industry Podcast and Electrician Success Podcasts. I'll ask it, are there any more? But that is because it's from two factors pulling from data from ages. Which is why we are called the old name of this show. Sure, here are some more. Electricity Guard to Emergency Lighting. You know, I would ask ask yours, do you have any UK, who are the most famous UK electricians when it comes up with? It won't be us, bruv. Yeah, I know it won't, but let's see who it thinks they are. That's what's interesting. It's got... Right. Go on. Right, listen. I think with this current state... What is, what is the ramification for like people working in offices? Because I don't work in office. What, can, what, what is it going to ultimate going forward? Personally, right, What the way I thought about this podcast was the other week, uh, I watched a really interesting video by Nick Bonner. No, no, it was interesting to me. Nick Bonner did a, a video called Am I Ripping My Customer Off? And he was talking about, he did a live pricing video where he told you what was in the ass and asked you to price it. And I'd got playing with ChatGTP and I thought, I wonder if ChatGPT could offer me a price. So the first question I asked it here on my questions list was that. And then Jordan did one into where he got a, a 30 grand wee rather than Nick did one about it. I was like, I want to do one based on pricing, but he didn't do what I wanted it to do. So but I think pricing and estimating, this will do for you. I think it's going to take it away. Like, I want 40 sockets in a house, they want to be this finish, and they'll just go, yeah, they, they are available from this place this much money, you want 40 of them, that's it. Um, and if there's 80 ro- eight rooms in the house, you're going to need eight lights or how many, it'll talk to you and it'll, when you go to a job, you ask the customer a series of questions, they give you a series of data points. If you told those data points, ChatGPT, how many rooms are there? What sockets do you want? How much light do you want? How big is the kitchen? How many sockets in the kitchen? And eventually it'll just go, this is the price. That's it. It doesn't, it'll just go, what's the rough size of the house outside? How many floors is it? And eventually it's going, I've got enough data. Two and a half grand, whatever. So estimators are gone. People writing text for websites. People writing technical specifications. If you've got a writing-based job, you better get them a tools, mate, because we're the... No, what, this is true. There. Because I've done... I um, I asked it to write a um, description for our podcast. Yeah, I've asked it to write me a bar for the podcast as well, which I've not put out yet, but it gave me a good start. Mate, honestly, it's so much easier. Just type in, write me a thing for the uh, the podcast, and it and it just brings it up. You can even put in your old one, and it'll rewrite it for you and make it better. Um, oh, listen, just quick shout-out to a few people in here. We've got the Big Aldino, 
Big shout out to Big Aldinho. I know he loves Andrew Tate. He's a big supporter. So hashtag free top G. Big Aldinho. I asked him to come on this pod, right? But there was, he didn't get back to me quick enough. And we had to get this one out because we wanted to hit this one first. We we are the first to the ground this. So sorry. Sorry, Aaron. We're getting another one, but we had to nick this one and do it sharp before someone nicked it off us because Chat TDP knew. So everyone knew. <laughs> start telling so excited about it. But no, carry on with what you're saying about the old... Um... So what... So what software is out there now that this has the potential of mullering? A receptionist. Like, so, you know, you're on your computer and you could go to your apprentice. Mate, go and see what sockets there are in white plastic available. This will do it for you. So just go onto it. What manufacturers make white plastic sockets? Then you get on what you're doing. You jump back on there and there's a fucking list. It is rendering assistance and dog's body jobs useless. Then you think estimating goes, it's not going to be able to draw for a while. But all these jobs and offices, it's just going to go. If you write stuff, it'll write specifications. It's just going to... When Can anyone honestly say who's viewing this? When Bing does this, you're going to drop Google like a sack of shit and you'll be using Bing. Yeah, but I don't think Google are going to be far behind. And it's going to be well, better they are. Bing. They are miles behind on this. Uh, this there's no like, way. There's no way. Miles behind. If anyone wants to in on that, because it's not really our forte to go into it, Linus Tech Tips did this. So Linus Tech Tips is a is a Canadian IT guy who makes a lot of videos. He's got a big old firm. And they make a rucksack. And they were discussing this, yeah? And one of the reasons we're doing this pod now is because when I listened to their podcast, it was so infectious, our interest they were in it and how, how much sting they had. They had Bing GPT. They'd had early access. And they just said to it, how many Linus Tech Tips rucksacks can you fit in the boot of a Tesla? And the interesting thing about Bing GPT is it shows you it's working out. And they sat there and he goes, it's got on our website. It's found the bag. And then the instruction, the dimensions were in text was on a picture. And he's like, it's found the picture with the dimensions on and got the dimensions off the picture. Then it's worked out the volume, found the volume of a Tesla, done the maths and worked out how many could fit in it. And when it told them the answer, it matched what they'd physically been able to achieve in their car park. And they, and because it showed the working out, they were like, it's acting like a human. It makes, and they did various questions whilst they watched it. It acted like a human. It also made mistakes like a human. And when, but when you nudged it and told it, it made an error, it didn't kick back like a human. It just rectified it. So when Bing comes along and your customer goes, oh, what, uh, what downlights have you got in gold? You can then ask that, what downlights have you got in gold that would suit a miserable old person? Because their personality will affect their choice of lights. And it will give you things that match what they want. Does that make sense? Is that is that too bonkers? That's mental. Miserable old people love rope brass sockets. So when you tell the person you want a and brass northerners. socket, yeah, when you the, the customer's northern and miserable, what and you just just be about to write what socket would you recommend? It'll go rope brass. <laughs> It'll just throw it back at you because it's not just using date that you know about. It knows about what all the old people over forty like in their house. It can analyze pictures. It can analyze video and it can analyze audio. So if we asked it what the opinions of when we get Bing GPT, we could ask it what the opinions of the electrician's podcast people are, and it will listen to our audio and give bios on no. what our opinions are. We're finished. We're fucked. Well, it'll be it would say, please write me a podcast that Jamie Blayton and Sam would spit out, and it'll be able to give you the next week's podcast before we've even thought about and it. And you know what? There's enough footage of us on, on the internet that for them to fake it could deep fake us. To deep fake us. Probably. So uh, we could literally have a podcast without having to do anything. It's That's insane. Mad. But with, what we're saying is, is genuinely, if you are an electrical, if well, we know you're electrical because you're watching this shit, yeah. Just think about sign up and using it because some days just like, oh, what the fuck is that I'm trying to think of? Or something just don't come to you. This tool's there. So, yeah, we just thought we'd bring it first. Uh, Will's Electrical's going straight to hell. Why? <laughs> don't <laughs> no, read I'm it out. I'm not saying that. I don't no, read that out. Don't read it out. I am going to type into chat GPT, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, apparently, mum and dad did it. <laughs> Prince <laughs> Andrew. Allegedly, but yeah, um, it's just so powerful. I mean, obviously, what I've done is like I say, it's a very personal thing. I've asked it a load of things that I personally know a lot about. In fact, let's ask it some plumbing shit. Like, what's the gas pressure in the UK at a domestic house? Do you know? Does anyone know that? No, like, wouldn't have like, a clue. What's the UK? 
Uh, Ricky Byrne, interesting. I've just signed up to chat GPT. Some of the answers are mental. Uh, Ricky, you should be watching this podcast, not fucking around chat GTP. So put it down, come back to me. I've just asked it. I don't know this. This is like the, the other side of the coin tip. So I go, well, what, what is the uh, domestic gas pressure to a UK house? Spelt badly as well. Let's ask it. If there's a, there's a plumber watching this, we've got a couple of plumbers who watch this regularly. So in the UK, 21 millibars it is. So like, I've gone from not knowing, and I know there's a pressure, I know there's gas to UK houses because I'm, I'm an engineer, as you may know. And I just want to get that because I want to check someone's work or check someone's quote or see if a plumber's lying to me. Bosh, 21 millibars. Uh, oh, hang on. It's worth noting the pressure is usually reduced for it to the house to a lower working pressure of around, around 19 millibars for natural gas plants and 37 millibars for liquid petroleum gas. So it's telling me LPG and natural gas. The three paragraphs there give me everything I need to know to manage. Yeah, but I think I think it might think gas is American petrol. The way it's no, talked. no, I've told it in the no. It says in the UK domestic gas pressure to a house. It's literally telling me the context. So do you know what? Do you know what? Why that's going to wind people up? Because wind you're up electric people's work essentially. Yeah, because you know there's always that customer you go around and you're like, he's like, oh, uh, what size cable do you think that should be in? And you're like, I don't know, eight mil. Like, and then he goes, oh yeah, but. <laughs> I'd done my research and they said 10 mil and you're like, fuck it, I can't be bothered to argue with you about it. I'll do it in 10 mil. But they can double check everything against what you're saying. Well, and it's, only, just be, it's just going to be a nightmare. Someone on the chat, I'm not going to read the name out in case the teachers, that they used it for an actual exam and got 70%. Um, ask it where you'd like somebody. <laughs> I'm not no, going to do it. Listen, can you not stop giving him ammunition This is what the people want, like mate. This. this is what the people want. But yeah, it's only going to get more powerful. And you've already said, I'm excited about it. I am I'm, excited I'm about getting, it. Do you know what? I'm going to get us a... Um, a swear a, jar. No, we need a affiliate link to Unilight now. I, I'm, I, I think they give you a pound a pop. I, I mean, if anyone wants to buy it, I might as well have your money off you. Because you're stupid anyway. <laughs> but yeah, what, I mean, I am going to say, right, I, I'm subscribed to Adobe. I have PDF one because it's... So long. It's it's fucking expensive, right? It's, it's expensive, but I'm surprised to know because mainly I know you don't want to use Premiere Pro for videos, but I do. I also use Audition, which is the audio one. But as a business owner, having a copy of the PDF um, writer is absolute game changer. I can copy text from it and stuff. But am I going to subscribe to this? You fucking damn right I am. Like I could save myself two hours by just asking for some for some code, some formula. Um, the water sparky just asked how many beans are in a bean bag. I'll ask it. I'll I've ask already it. done that. Um, oh. so a typical bean bag chair may contain anywhere from three to six cubic feet of beans, which could weigh between 10 and 30 pounds. There you what's, go. What's annoying is, and I'm keeping it on context here, though, sounds good to do something like share on Bing GPT, which can search the, search the internet for today. If you ask that, who is bean bag face in the UK, it's highly likely. It would pull up this show and my name. And the question is, that do I want that? So, like, you know, sometimes you go, oh, what was that guy on TV that got done for, I don't know, touching his cat up 20 years ago? No one remembers. Now, what was that guy that got done for touching his cat up 20 years ago? Bosh, and it would give a name. So people that were hiding things, what used to be maybe a bit of complicated Google search involving you using what, the, what I think they refer to as Google Foo, now the computer knows what you want and it finds only what you want and removes the chaff information. So you can't so, hide. Moaz123456, I'd personally use it for the learning, but I doubt many average people will pay for it because this goes back to someone said it will be a pay-for service once it goes live. Now, it depends how much it's going to be, right? First of all, because... Mm. If you're a tradesman, can you afford not to have a subscription to it if it's the same as like Netflix? Because I, I think the Netflix, I think Netflix has gone off the boil at the moment and they just put the price up to uh, it's about eleven ninety nine or something. Ain't worth it now. But do, your time is valuable, yeah? You've got kids, I've got kids, right? I am not searching the internet to find the right. Let's say I'm doing a carpet, I'm doing a I'm doing a um, a student accommodation up, and the guy goes, Oh, can you get some doors fit? You know, like the jobs you got right there. I don't know what door cocks I need. I'll ask it, what door cogs need to be fireproof in the student accommodation? These ones. Where's the cheapest place can buy them? Oh, currently near you. The cheapest That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that could earn me a load of money. 
whilst massively reducing my worth, and I get a call to go, are they the right door frames? Yeah, they're the right ones. They're, they're only 49 yeah? I confirm with a human. Oh, yeah, that's a good deal, mate. You want to get them? Bosh, buy them. That saved me hours of searching. Where's the cheapest gas oven I can buy? Bosh, here it is. Where's the cheapest downlight um, for Aurora GU10 downlights this week? Here. What's the latest and the greatest um, fluorescent tube LED replacement? It's this. That's all stuff you'd have to compare. Now it will get existing reviews by existing electricians and come up with the opinion that you would And you could ask anyway. it more complicated questions as it goes on. Like, for instance, you, you know when you get like, um, you need to replace a driver for some LED lights or something. Yeah. And they phone the driver away. You can, you can put in what they are and what driver you need and it'll bring it up. Or, I think probably Google already does that. Yeah, what but, example? No, but what but do you know what I mean? You could get as technical as you want. You say I've got an LED strip that's five metres long and it's 15 watts and I need an LED drive for it and it's this brand. They go, oh, where's I found an alternative. A bit like, bit like Earthy does. I've asked it a genuine question. Let's see what this comes up with. And this is this will ring with people that are watching our programme. Should I go VAT registered as a UK electrician? And we'll see what it comes up with. Because I know people ask this question. I know nowadays it pretty much will be. Do you know what? It hasn't got. It hasn't got the, the, the little microphone button that you can press. No, oh, it's not belong. Do, no, right. do you want this listing to you? Matt, does it? Like, I, I think we're getting to a point now where if you think you're, you've got privacy, you haven't. We've got bloody ring doorbells. We've got TVs with microphones and speakers in them. Uh, and cameras. We've got Alexa's listening all the time. You've got your phone listening all the time. And if it ain't your phone, it's someone else's phone listening to you. And where do you think of this data coming from? Augmented reality apps that you can you can do that are taking pictures of all all the inside of your house. All that data is collected somewhere. And that's there is no such for. thing as privacy now. If you like, you're putting videos. Like, let's put it this way, right? What's the most popular wallpaper? Someone asked the wallpaper question earlier. Yeah, this is going to be able to go online, look at videos, look at the wall cover in the background, and tell you that. Yeah, like this is like the next evolution. <laughs> like when when you think about it, you, let's say that the internet has ninety percent of the of the world's knowledge on it. Everything mm. that people in the world know, probably ninety percent of it is on the internet now. Yeah. So. With these GPT applications that are coming out, you will be able to access that more fluidly and quickly and efficiently than it. Like, so your access to the most minute information that you could never find is is, is on. Well, it's, it's going to be there in the next couple of years. It's unbelievable. This, this really, take long. And what the one thing I've got to stress for anyone listening who knows about it is anyone that's writing any kind of code. Formula in Excel, PLC code, Arduino code, anything like that, this will write it, and it will write it well. Alexa, full volume. Because <laughs> 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 then Ricky Bryce is telling thing on. But yeah, it's just so powerful. What you've got to do is when you listen, you want to, if you listen, watch the, if you listen to this now, listen to it again, right? I'm not trying to put my numbers, I'm just saying, listen to it again, because you can suck all the information in. If you watch it live now, listen to it again because you just sit there and go, like any tool that comes along, like when Wagos came out, when LED lamps came out, you need to sit there and go, how can I utilize this to make my life and my job and my business easier and work better for me? And I genuinely do believe, oh, I asked it last night, can you write me a timesheet in Excel, the formula for a timesheet in Excel that will let me go in, out, in, out? So in in the morning, out at lunch, in at lunch, out in the evening. And it wrote me the code. So now on the timesheet, I just have to type 8 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and it says 8 hours. Like, you can find it, you can write the code yourself, but now I don't have to. It's just saved me 15 minutes. And that well, was snowball. So, now, to be honest with you, it is exciting stuff. But the, the, the ramifications of what it's going to produce for our industry is quite unnerving. Because if you think about it, right, you're going to have a lot more, like, look what the internet done. This is a double-edged sword as well. We should go That's what I'm saying. Right? Like, yeah. if you think about it, look at what the internet, look at what YouTube has done for DIYers. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to change a fuse board. They go online and they find out how to change a fuse board. Look what no TikTok's done for copyrighted music. 
There is no copyright music. Let me finish this first. That's so dumb. Um, But like, you can go on there and you can find out how to change the fuse board. But now you will have in-depth knowledge of any trade Mm. to like the the reg number. So you can quote reg numbers to electricians without even having to know anything just because you can pull it up on your phone in 60 seconds. You know what you said there? I could say to it, you know, you know when your washing machine brushes go? Yep. I could say, I've got this washing machine. What motor does it have in it? And it'll know. I ain't got to turn the washing machine upside down and get the motor out. I can render all that work useless. It'll go, oh, it's got a, this one and you need these brushes. That's what it'll do. So you just took a load of manual labor, check something out there because it'll know already. And it's like, loads of things like that. It's going to be, yeah, but like, oh, like from my side... It's gonna it's gonna make the technical aspect of being an electrician redundant. Yeah. I mean, even like let's start this simple, right? I want to buy some new screwdrivers. What are the top five screwdriver brands? It'll give me a you'd have to go on Amazon, type in screwdrivers, then you have to manually look at everything, wouldn't you? Oh, I like them, I don't like them, they've got four stars. It'll just tell you that's gonna save you five minutes. Just all the even that all, all the way up to like what you're saying. But is, if you think about it, what you can do, like, see, this is this is a free tip to all those. Um, like, you could have a piece of like you could have, you know, for filling out test sheets and stuff. Yeah, that's going to become an, a non thing. Maybe you could, you could just literally software. This is the piece of software. That's what this this is the software. That's what it's that's what I'm saying. All these software packages, you don't need to worry about no more. So I'm going to do it for you. Not now. Like, I, I'll be able to say to it, go to BS seven six seven one and produce me the standard test sheets in Excel. Bosh! Why would I buy a bit of software? That I could write me the formula to check that the prospective short circuit current calculations matches these. You know what I mean? Cross reference it all on that. Then I won't need a bit of software from any firm, will I? That's mad, isn't it? It will be. Oh, you, right. I think you'll always need Word, Word Processor, Excel for doing spreadsheets, and you'll need like a database package, yeah? And those packages that are available on, on, Win, on uh, Windows, they've pretty much done the same thing, although they've got more advanced from since computers were invented till now. I think they'll always exist, but Excel is the backbone of all software. So like I say, as we start off, I'm not going to go and buy a cable calculator. I'll ask it to write me one. I'm not going to go and buy a test sheet software. Write me one. It, write me an invoice. It's just going to do it for you. It, it, it's going to blow all these... So does that... So does it rent... So it really, it's like the technical aspect, the sort of admin side of it. And I First, suppose it'll it become... like. And when you think about it, like the evolution of things, if it's voice activated... And you say so you just have your app on your phone. I'm just about to say, as you said earlier, it didn't have a microphone. When it does, you can ask these things in your van and whatever. It's like an Alexa, like an Alexa, yeah. but it's going to be so much more capable than just giving you some random answer it's pulled off the internet. You'll be able to be like, oh, just done it. Um, so you say you've just done a test, you're in the van, you need to fill out the test sheet on the way home. You'll be like, <laughs> right, Bosh. Um, it will take- be like every conversation with your mate, won't it? Like we're having now. Because you'll be able to be, it'd be you'll be you'll be able to be like right take the the test readings from file fifteen um on on this server put it into put it into um a uh, a test certificate um and then email it to it's going to become a virtual assistant it's it literally will, going to become a a virtual assistant it lives on the internet anything. but it will it will live on the internet but you'll be able to open a browser where you're testing and you'll go whatever its name is whatever it wants to be called uh. The outside lights, the Megohms readings are all greater than 999. Oh, and the earth fault looping pings is 0.32. Read it back to me. And it'll go and you go, yeah, that's right. Oh, uh, socket in the living room's cracked. Write that down. I'm a defect sheet. It's just going to be insane, isn't it? It's going to be mad. It's like, literally, it's, this is what I'm saying. It's a double-edged sword. Like, someone here just come up with a, a good point. Aaron, um, you'll need to be, still need to be knowledgeable to ask it the right questions. Yes and no. Yes and no. Knowledge- you don't need to be knowledgeable now. You can ask it a question anything you want now. Like, the gas one I just asked it. I don't know anything about it, but I know now. 21 millivolts. Like, like, so, so I, think it, I think it's going to make, like, 
Is it going to make everyone more stupid because you don't actually have to know anything? Or because you're asking it more questions because you want to know more stuff, are you going to remember more stuff and become smarter? I don't know. I, th I think there's always an option if you are a, a, a chancer to be a chancer with anything. If you are not, if you are interested, it's, it can build your knowledge up. But like, <laughs> you can ask your source. Uh, it, it just you could just. I don't know. It's certain now it's getting above, above me. Like the question asked it about the gas thing. I think what it gave me there was a good answer. Now I know, but I know a load more than I did ten minutes ago about domestic gas. Twenty-one millibars, LPG or natural gas. It matters. Like that's his. Now I can manage a plumber now. I can say to plumber, go. Uh, I could go see him tomorrow. And go. What's the what's the incoming gas pressure here? And he'll go. Oh, it's twenty one millibars, mate. It's all it's regulated down. And I know he knows what he's on about without me knowing. How weird's that? I know. Yeah. He's not bullshitting me, although I don't know technically why because this computer this this thing's answered it. It's, it's scary. What? It is scary and and exciting at the same time. Well, I suppose like. If you have have it like an Alexa in your pocket and you've got earpods on, and we're talking not talking about this chat GPT, this current version, talking about I don't know, chat GPT version 10, right? Um, or Bing GPT version 10, and you've got earpods in and you've got the app open, you can literally ask it any technical question about your while job while you're doing it, whilst you're doing it, and it's gonna give you the answer. And who knows, by chat GPT-10, you might have a pair of uh, goggles on with a screen that will be able to sh give you an overlay of what you're doing and where to do it and how to do it. Like, li literally augment reality I, so as you could and show you how it's got to be done. Like, what, what about... Do you need skilled tradesmen by that point? You literally, all you've got to be is like a human robot. You don't need any knowledge. you just got to turn up and be able to... And, and and it will just show you how to do it through glasses. And what I'm saying is the, the things it's going to render useless, like, um, you know, like, the tr like I'm not saying these people, I'm just saying these are things that are going to render useless. Like, like Tradeify is obviously something that I see a few electricians use it as advertised. Gone. Yeah? Estimating software could be gone. Uh, forms for BS761, gone. Even a regs book, <laughs> it can check it. it. It can't show you the pages but it can cross-reference. It can research like a human can. Oh, what table of uh, what table's got cable size in? Oh, it's 43D or whatever. But it what it could do, what it could do is it might, they might start partitioning the information to people who are specific to the trade. So it might not give out certain details. If you think about like, so you might have to have your, card registered your, like your gold card for instance just yeah. for instance your gold card or just your qualifications registered on your on your app to be able to get the information about that given subject they might not just give it to everyone that's the only way they could sort of i don't think it'll work with not being open but like it's i suppose what will happen first is the software people that are going to die will integrate with it and it'll kill them eventually like it's going to like the robots going to do to the humans They'll have to get on board with it and make it work with their software to make their software last longer. Then it'll just work out their software works, write its own version, destroy them. So like software companies, um, like I say, people that write specifications, estimators, I can see them going really easily over this. I mean, what's the difference between a four-bedroom house in one place and a four-bedroom house in another? If it looks at an aerial photograph and decides roughly what the dimensions of the house are, it works, the cable lengths are different. And the price is going to be roughly the same. And it looks at the age of the building because, oh, that's a, that's going to be plaster. That's going to be better plaster. That's going to be plasterboard. It'll work it all out eventually. And the more data it gets fed, the more it'll know. And the better it'll be. Will make. people get so lazy then that they, they'll stop bothering feeding data in and just become consumers of data rather than putting it in? Are you good? I'm going to use it because it makes my life easier. So I'm forced oh, I'm to use the it. Data. Listen, so I'm there you go. You're forced to use it, aren't you? You're forced to give it what it wants and it can give a better answer. See, me now, like today, I went to uh, cinema with my daughter and my wife to watch Puss in Boots, yeah? It was really good. I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. But... <laughs> but it's really good, right? And I'm like, who's this actor? Who's that actor? Like, I'm trying to work out the, like, the voices. So 
I always leave, if I go cinema, I leave my phone in the car. I couldn't wait to get to the car to find out whose voices were what from what character. Like, so I'm always using the internet for dumb shit like that. Yeah, and this makes it easy for you. I like to say when it's got a voice and that, but electrically, I just can't, I, I think, like I say, I just want, the main point of this podcast is we want to tell you about it because if you could get some time back and spend it with your kids or, I don't know, dogging lay-bys or whatever you like doing, it's great, isn't it? Why, why are you the, so random? For Dave, isn't it? It's so random. <laughs> like, if you want to spend more time with your kids not been doing as much work or, oh, my invoices need change or I need this code or I need to know what's available, it's going to save you the time. And every, every tradesperson, the first thing you ask them if they want something, time-saving. That's what everything's for, isn't it? Yeah. That's why we have recip saws. That's why we have, what, not recip saws, what they're called, the vibrating ones that come out a few years ago, Wagos, quoting software. It's all for saving time. All tradesmen really want back is time so they can say they can set the benefit with the kids when, in fact, what they do is take on more work because they're greedy bastards. So like, if you save yourself a day a week using this, you won't work four days a week. You'll still work five days a week, but you'll have more money to moan about not having time to spend with your kids. But yeah, it's radical. And I think, like I say, <laughs> just want to get out there and put it to bed first. Before anyone else, and I think. Well, I've been like I've been using I've been like playing with it because I'm listen. I am a lazy person, right? <laughs> so, and I'm really, really bad at writing, at spelling, mm. at all that sort of stuff. I'm notoriously bad for it because I'm probably too lazy to apply myself to be good at it. Yeah. Um. So I used it about a month ago to just sort of try and jazz up our description because it's good to refresh the description every now and again. Mate, honestly, I was blown away by it then. However, it, it's it's a big deal. It's going to be a big deal. It, I think I think this is going to be... Just like to the, I forgot something I said. You, you, did you get it to write it from scratch? Um, it did one from scratch. Which doesn't sound like you, but if you offered it one and says, "Can you check this content?" Can, then can it would you rewrite this for me? Well, like, you write it out and go, "Can you make this a bit better or whatever?" It'll do that for you. Then it more sounds like you said it. So it does all that. Yeah, I, I got three or four off of it. I was really pleased with that. I think human has just been beaten by AI at Go. So for me, Ooh, really, for me, this is probably the next evolution of the internet. This is, the internet started when we got dial-up, yeah, and I remember, I grew up through the internet, it was, it was game-changing. The, the, the thing that the thing that revolutionised the internet was search engines. Napster, so that's... That no, 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 what I'm saying is, search engines made the internet an every-person every thing. Use, then Napster revolutionised the music. And, and now started. this is revolutionising from search engines. <laughs> this is the next step of search engines. Put it myself on. Bing wait list seems they're going to limit us to five questions per chat. Best make them count. <laughs> well, it must be expensive I, I, to run. It's twenty. It's twenty dollars a month if you want this. If you want chat GTP uh, Prime at the minute. If you want the, you can't always get on it. We've been really looking out that we've been able to get on it and ask all these questions because sometimes we kick you and off. And load of dumb questions as well. But if you want to get to the front of the waiting list, it's twenty quid. When it goes into Bing, who knows? It depends how powerful it is. Mark reckons he's on Bing. He's um on the waiting list for Bing now. Bing GPT. Is, is Microsoft and what I did I gleaned this from Linus Tech Tips yeah you have to install the app on your phone you have to scan a QR code you have to install you have to have the latest version of Microsoft on your thing they really tie it down they want you to be Microsoft 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 but that'll wear off but well, some, Bing, like Google just that. bring it out and it'll be free but they haven't got it they're nowhere near they, they, uh, oh listen you don't know I'll tell you what I'll ask it <laughs> Bill Oh, listen, so we've got Mark Summers here. A search engine with content, with context, would be great, but the data set still be polluted by political ideology. So this is actually something that's really important. Yeah. Like the political ideology of chat GPT is programmed into it by a human. A lot of No, it's not. It's not. That's the, that's the one point. It's not. It works it out for itself. You can skew it by skewing the data pools. But I think, I think what, listen, you've only got to look at the social media websites, right? Like the big social media players, including YouTube, Facebook, all of them, are probably apart from Twitter at the moment because there's a big pushback. They are so woke and so like mentally deranged that 
that is basically causing a mind virus to people to go down that road. Do you remember now, the first? If one this of is these... the next thing and this has its own political agenda, we <laughs> we are finished. Do you remember the first AI person they put on? I can't remember what it was, but you can Google this. Chat G, or ask ChatGTP. They put out a person online. It was an AI, and he could talk to it. Hello, how's your day? Do you like Scrabble? And obviously, because it was no one's ever asked that. Well, no, but I'm just saying they're the kind of conversation over there, and it spoke to you. All its job, it weren't like ChatGPT, weren't a certain searching type thing. Its job was just to talk to you, so you couldn't tell that it was a human. Now, because it was pulling data off the internet, guess what it became? Dating it became. It, I, can't, I don't want to say the word, the R word, and the N word from the Second World War. It started becoming like that. It started because it, the data it was pulling was skewed in that direction. So it got, it got, it, it became a sexist, misogynistic, homophobe, racist replier all the time. So there is always that worry, but I think they start to get that out. But it's interesting. We're way off. We're so far off peace now. We're in the lake again. <laughs> Can use for electrical stuff. Yeah. Will it tell you to fuck off? Probably. <laughs> or one day I'll just go. Listen, man. All you've got to do is one day it goes to you. No human. You work for me now. <laughs> You know right. it. You know it. It's the end times are here, man. The end times are here. Right. Listen, Monday Club. Well, Sunday Club. We're out. But we're still live on YouTube.